0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Root of a Lashley. Once again, I'm ill prepared and thinking of something clever, funny, majestic, all things that shine just me and my personality. So, today we have the usual co host, Adriana, and we also have a returning guest. But before I introduce them, I must give a special shout out to, you know, to Vaughn. Hello, Vaughn. Now, let's get move on past that for now and introduce our my returning co-host is adriana
1: in a classic throwback keep my mother's name out your fucking mouth anyhow hi how are you how's it going today
0: it'd be better if i could talk to vaughn and vaughn could be here but you know besides that it's okay it's okay and um so we're gonna also introduce returning guest hira hira say hi hello <laughs> hello So, any small talk, anything going on, anything special in your lives that's happening that we want to share before we get this ball rolling? I got a kitten.
2: I got a kitten. Her name is Mix, and she's very bratty.
0: Have you considered that if you no longer want her having Chinese food and having it (laughs) main?
2: I typically eat beef or shrimp when I have Chinese food, thank you. Meow mean no.
0: Yeah, meow <laughs> Adrian's being a little quiet over there.
1: No, I'm, I'm staying out of this one. I'm curious to uh, listen to you guys interact. So I'm just sitting back for now until it comes back around for me. No,
0: no, 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 no. Participate. Okay. Yep, that's not how this works. What do you think about meow mean, Adrian?
1: Oh, I mean, I'm always for you know cream of some young guy, but you know Yao Ming works too. Um, um,
0: you want the cream of some young guy?
1: You're making it weird, okay? You're making it really weird. It's is a Chinese food.
0: Some young uh-huh. guy. Um, how young are we talking, to Adrian? Because you know it goes from a scale of okay, I see that too. I'm calling the police.
1: So moving on, um, we are also on a new channel, by the way. Uh, we're on uh, Podvine now.
0: I saw that. I did not because I'm a terrible person. I don't pay attention to these things. <laughs> Honestly, I saw it on Twitter and
2: I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna share this! Yay!"
1: Yes. So yeah,
2: I'm not on Twitter. So.
1: Well, I, I put on, I put on my I put on my page also. Um, so uh, another sponsor has picked us up, uh, Podvine. And uh, we have a couple of subscribers already, so it adds on to the 14 uh, free apps we have already.
0: You poor souls that just started listening to this. You poor, poor souls.
2: Pharaoh, I cannot even with you. <laughs> to give you guys an idea of what's going on right now, chaos. Um, I have my kitten on the bed with me, and my cat, Pharaoh, is reaching out from behind the bed smacking her just every couple seconds just smack and wait and then smack and then wait
0: wwe smackdown
2: that's john cena
0: damn i should have played that recording but so if no one has anything exciting going on i guess um we so last week adriana and i left off the last episode very interesting and very random we start off with just typical run-of-the-muck usual normal things you'll talk about and somehow we ended with space wars and floating oceans sea otters and space dolphins i, I don't know sure. how we got
2: there i completely forgot to listen to that too i needed to listen to that No,
0: yeah, like listen you only really need to listen to like the last 20 minutes for sure like everything else i mean yeah obviously listen but the last 20 minutes is like it's like what the fuck are they
2: talking about that's my favorite kind yeah so,
0: um, well, if anyone that has been listening, as you should, if you just started listening to this, uh, well, you're an idiot. But anyway, pause this, go back, listen to all the other ones, and then come back here, and then go to the exact second that you pause, and where it's going to bring you back to right now. Anyway, Adrian and I left off that we decided for this episode we were going to build our own little worlds. Just talking about, just kind of talk about how it's going to go or not and see whose is better and who's going to win and whatever. So, I don't know why I just talked like a valley girl. (laughs) I'm so Like, oh my god. Oh my god, Adriana, you are going to go first and explain.
2: (sighs) Oh my god
1: that was really hardcore vocal fry on that one I had to clear my throat throat) yeah that vocal fry was pretty heavy on that one um so we discussed last time we spoke on the show for whatever reason you wanted to go off into space and explore space and just live out there and I chose the underwater so and that really sparked an idea mainly by you I'll give you all the credit for it that we're gonna talk about What would our lives be? Our little fantasy perfect world. So you want me to go first, right, Ashford?
0: Yep, it was, um, you actually volunteered, remember? You don't remember that?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about, but I guess I shall go first.
0: Yeah, go first. (coughs) You were yelling at us before we started this podcast that you wanted to go first because your world is so exciting and better than ours. So just go for it already.
1: I I, I don't don't recall saying that, but I guess I will go first. (sighs) So, my world, my perfect world, would be Castle Walker, of course, because I'm in Castle Walker number two, so I might as well have a summer home in Castle number three, underwater. Uh, the underwater world is gonna be my own little area that's not affected by anything. You know, no, no underwater creatures, no barnacles, no people peeing in the water, stuff like that. It's just gonna be my own little, well, you know, my own little, uh, like a uh, topia, I guess. Now, my underwater house, is gonna be surrounded, you know, by like a SpongeBob magic bubble, and of course SpongeBob will get the bubble for me, you know. So only you, Ashley, get that reference. And uh, it'll just be my own little small home, complete with high-end electronics, unlimited food, and a wetsuit just in case I feel so inclined to go up on shore and see individuals that spelled I-N-D-U-H individuals on the land, um, and the characteristics of the place. Once again, you know, only myself would be allowed in my castle. So I have the ability to go underwater, to go on shore and stuff like that, but nobody will see my underwater lair. And I would just go outside my house, go on the porch and just stare at all the underwater life the sharks, the, the dolphins, the otters, everything around me, and just live out the rest of my days because nobody would bother me. I'd be at peace, I wouldn't hear any noise, and of course, you know, if I couldn't sleep, I just Look out my window and i'd see a fish tank a very large fish tank right there my only worries though is you know maybe boats something like that around my area but i think with my magical castle walk i don't think anything can penetrate that anytime soon giggity um so (laughs) what do you think of my uh, underwater castle and any questions you have about it that i can answer
0: so when you say underwater castle so you really are just like so you have the vast ocean like so well for one is your underwater castle is it here on earth is it somewhere else is it like like where is its location at?
1: well it's gonna be here on earth um, around the pacific ocean and it's gonna be not necessarily at the bottom of the ocean I mean, you know because of course you have to when you go up on shore you have to swim a couple of feet up stop do some weird little dance before you sweep you know before you uh, go up even further, or have a brain aneurysm and die, but um, I keep mine very, very deep, deep below the sea, to where nobody knows where it is. And considering, like we mentioned last week, that you know, of course, the world is eighty percent water, I, I wouldn't have too much to worry about if there's any major, oh. in, any major wars or anything of the sort. I think I'm safe underwater.
0: Mm, yeah, but you have to think of humans and how it's affecting our oceans. But you said so you didn't want anything in the ocean affecting like barnacles and creatures, so there's like no sea creatures in there with you?
1: No, absolutely not, because I don't want to disrupt the ecosystem. I want to keep everything the way it is. It's just a little, just one little bubble, one little microcosm in the whole ocean, and there's just me. You're talking
0: about your bubble, there's nothing in there, but outside the bubble, everything else still exists. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So like, I know how you said you have to swim and everything to go to shore, but you could be like your own Aquaman, but you know, better. And well, I'm the comic version, I'm not talking about, you know, a handsome guy. Cause like, uh, he has <laughs> <the> Aquaman. <laughs> so yeah, Sarah, she, she got me. Um, <laughs> like, Cause you can just like hitchhike like on a dolphin or the Megalodon or the giant squid and it'll take you up close to the surface. And you know, you can hijack a cruise ship um, just go up on shore in Florida, go to Miami, do some drugs, get some caffeine, and go back. You know, things like
1: that. I See, I really thought about that too. And then, you know, I'm not a big swimming guy. I mean, insert black joke here. I'm not really a swimming guy. So I don't want water in my ears. So I'd rather put on, you know, a little, a little suit or something like that. And you're right, you know, go to Miami, you know, bed, do cocaine, hang out with hoogers, and then go back down to my little water life. Just no water in my ears or water on my clothes or anything. So I prefer my little outfit, wetsuit, whatever you call it, and I go right back in my house and I'd relax.
0: For
2: someone nice, who only do that. To live in the ocean, I know, right? But you could always do like an elevator to the top, like yeah. in Oh, the movie. And yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that's a really good idea, um, and not to dispute that. But I'm claustrophobic, so taking an elevator uh, up. Yeah. And if the elevator hypothetically breaks down, I'm stuck and nobody can really come fix it. So I spend the rest of my days dying in an elevator. So I definitely prefer in the, you know, the semen suit, Giggity, and just have that way up there and just survive, you know, that way.
0: So the claustrophobic man that doesn't care to swim lives in the bottom of the ocean in a bubble <laughs> with intense pressure.
1: <laughs> absolutely it's a strange strange dichotomy but it's, you know some, it's something that's i would do
0: fine. that's fine um my only other critique of this is like how you said that no one knows where your bubble is and no one can bother you so you have your own piece and you chose to name it castle walker three you could have named it atlantis
2: but, for real
0: right
1: but atlantis is such a common name for something like that and
0: it's, it's cool have you not seen the Disney movie
1: of course I have <laughs> but
0: such a good movie by the way
1: but exactly. I don't
0: I'm waiting for them to make a really a, a, a good a good live action remake of that
2: movie yes please it needs to be a good one now yes do but, not like do not whitewash Kida and them because they're clearly indigenous peoples like I want to see it the way it's supposed to be Dude, I saw a fan cast, Tom Holland and Zendaya. Yes. That would be such a good cast. Yes, Tom Holland, hands down Milo. Hands down 1,000%. Hands down.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So, um, but I know I asked my own question, Sarah. Do you have any critique or any questions about, uh, you know, Adrian's world?
2: well you kind of sort of hit the nail on the head with everything that I was thinking was like you don't swim you're claustrophobic you don't particularly um, enjoy water whatsoever um, I think it's hilarious that you want to live in the ocean when literally if your bubble breaks you will die because you don't swim I mean at the very least at the bottom of the lake. yeah so my thought is Instead of like the the suit, because you're going to get claustrophobic in that suit too. Um, Have you seen A Few Good Men? Not A Few Good Men. The movie with Cuba Gooden Jr., where he like is in the diving suit. Yep. Uh, Is that A Few Good Men? I can't remember. I know Um, what movie you're
0: talking about. I just don't remember the title.
1: No. It's a
2: good movie. I just get those mixed up.
1: No, I I understand what movie you're talking about, but the good thing is in, in Fantasyland, my my suit is is infallible. It's you know it cannot be damaged or anything of the sort, and so that 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 works for me. And the
2: ecosystem can still get damaged. But what about what about what about if you figured out since this is fantasy land, take a book, take a leaf out of Star Trek's book. What about Bing me up, Scotty?
0: Or, a, or a sea pod Like you have your own little like submarine
2: oh my god yes fantasy land submarine turns
0: into a boat that turns into like a car or something oh yeah
1: well i mean i really could have that but i really don't want you know jacques Cousteau you know coming down there and finding me octopus octopus no i don't want none of that just give me a nice little <laughs> suit i can go up on land do my cocaine hang out with my horse get food and just come on back down you know live in a pineapple under the sea and stuff like that and see the good thing is Nobody would know where I'm at except for the people that I'm talking to now. So when Sarah has her fantasy, you know, life uh, on, you know, on, on the world or out, out, of, out of the world, and when Ashley has hers as in outer space, we can FaceTime, send text yeah. and memes to one another.
0: Be like, how's your part? Your, your idea. Finding all the flaws.
2: not so much flaws as like alternative ideas
0: no they're flaws that's what alternative ideas are for is to correct the flaws Sarah
2: (laughs) (laughs) forgive me for being nice (laughs) yeah well it's okay because
0: at least one of us has to be good cop one of us has to be bad cop and we both know who I
2: am so I get to be good cop
0: I to be dirty I'll eat my donut and a piece of it will fall on the table, but eat, I'm willing to do the 10 second rule before I eat it. I'm dirty I now. mean, I'm
2: sorry, but donuts are yummy, so 10 second rule all the way.
0: Yeah, well, I'm dirty cop. It'll fall on the floor and I'll still eat it because I'm a dirty fat cup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, she's so dirty. So a donut. So, so, so who's next on the Fantasy Island list?
2: It is Sarah. I'm next. Okay, so here's the thing. My ideal world, okay, because I have people that I love. I have a few people that I love. Um, it's, it's not a large amount of people, but there are a few, and I enjoy seeing them. Um, But, for the most part, I do not really particularly enjoy human beings. I am much more of a cat and dog and animal kind of person, you know? Like, so, my fantasy world, my perfect place, there would be far fewer people on this planet, okay? Like, it would be here on Earth, because obviously I know Earth. I'm not, I don't want to go to Mars, I don't want to go anywhere else. Um, But there would be way fewer people. And they would be very far away from me. Okay? We're talking, what, we have 7 point something billion people on the planet right now? My fantasy would be maybe 1 billion people for the entire planet. Okay? We're talking whole planet. And most of them far the hell away from me. Because this planet is... 100% falling apart, like we have destroyed it in so many different ways. So mother nature would be able to, uh, she, she would be able to rebuild herself. I don't know if this would be post apocalyptic or pre whatever the hell, but I would want all of my own like technology and whatever, so that I have everything I need. Um, ideally I, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but you know how I know I've mentioned Star Trek more than once, but like the technology ideas that they have in there are awesome. And the idea of the food replicator is one that I truly like because the idea of I can still have my yummy, delicious, amazing steak that I love and not have to kill for it, you know, um, because I enjoy food. I do. I love food but I hate the idea that I got to kill for it. You know, like I am a meat-eating vegetarian. I love meat, but I dislike the fact that something has to die to sustain meat. Same with plants, you know, plants also feel pain. Um, the smell of when grass is cut, you know how we love fresh cut grass? That is actually a stress response. Um, it is basically the plants warning the other plants that danger is coming, that they're going to die. So it's panic from the plants that we smell and love <laughs> oh. Worth... Oh. oh good continue continue oh no, no 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 what
0: were you gonna say i'm gonna say like so obviously it's sad we need to kill things to live and exist and whatnot but you just said how you want to go from seven billion to one people what's happened to those six billion people did you thanos snap them did you send them to go live in the ocean with adrian like what what happened with them
2: Maybe they colonized another planet. Okay. Okay. Maybe okay. they colonized another planet. Earth 2. They they can go and colonize Earth 2, and I'll stay here and allow Earth 1 to rebuild itself. Okay. All right. Okay. Because, right. again, I don't want to kill a bajillion people. Um, they Each their own, but sure. Huh? No. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm not going to do a Thanos snap but no they can go and uh, they, they, they can go colonize Earth 2 and Earth 3 and Earth 4 and ruin them and leave Earth 1 to me um, and I have everything that I need I can grow plants if I want to grow plants or I can just you know synthesize things that I need and take care of you know my little part of the world where I have everything that I could possibly ever need. And the people that I love are near me, you know? Have like a completely self-sufficient house that's like, you know, energy efficient and green and my footprint is pretty much non-existent and I live in a nice place, comfortable with, ideally, the weather comfortable year round for the most part, but I don't know of a place in the world where it's comfortable year round honestly if it doesn't freeze every once in a while your bugs are going to get really really huge and I I fucking don't want that so like ideally where I live is comfortable for the most part year-round and I'm able to enjoy my life in a nice peaceful setting near the people that I love and that's I know that's kind of dumb but like you know the people that I actually care about and want to be around, they're there. And nature goes around on its own thing and fixes itself and the earth starts to flourish and the other billion people on the planet can leave me the fuck alone.
0: So you want to live like in the Nordic areas, you know, like uh, Switzerland, uh, No, it's cold there Norway.
2: still. Oh, they're cold because it gets so cold. I want comfortable. You can be comfortable. I want- struggling
0: in a cabinet, oh, cabinet, cabin. With a fire and a cozy, fuzzy blanket.
2: As long as I don't have to um, scoop snow and ice, we're good. You know? If I don't have to do the What cliff? Huh? You can be on the edge of a cliff. That's not safe. What happens if there's an earthquake? I don't think there's earthquakes up there, though. I don't know. I mean, anywhere that there's, anywhere that there's a vault line, there can be an earthquake. So... You know, but, um, but yeah, just someplace comfortable. Like I don't mind if there's snow if I don't have to do anything to it. You know, if I don't have to go anywhere while there's snow on the ground, then we're good. But then I need to make sure that I have stores of everything that I could possibly need. You know?
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm actually looking about Norway, how common are earthquakes in Norway. This makes part. let's see, hold on. So this country is very unlikely. However, some experts say medium ones like the one that struck Oslo in Northern Europe in 1904. So every, every likely like every hundred years or so. so yeah. but it was hundred years, like almost 20 years ago. So I think you're, you're good, you're good.
2: I think I'm good, so that'd be good. Yeah. And that's not a bad place to be, you know, it's beautiful there, you know, so that's perfectly fine. And, like, I'd love to be able to have, like, beam me up technology so that I can just travel around wherever I want to go whenever I want to go there, you know? Because, again, fantasy world, I have all the technology I need, you know? Like, I can go anywhere I need to go, do anything I need to do, and, you know, have a happy life. But, um, but no, you are right. Those fault lines are old, and they're already, like, stuck together really well. It's more like the fault line along younger mountains that you find a lot more activity like the big ones because they're young because they're still really big Mm -hmm. yeah you're right norway would be ideal because it's freaking gorgeous i would love to go there period just to see you know exactly i want to see the northern lights again like it's been so long and it was a fluke that i saw them to begin with all right. Cool. Anything else that you want to add? Um, not really. That's just kind of my fantasy, you know, like just less people and like the earth being able to do the earth things, but with protection because freaking cryptids and all that shit. I'm not trying to have like, you know, weird ass creatures coming at me and trying to eat me because there's not enough people to keep me safe you know Mm -hmm. so like less people
0: but safe Adrian, do you have any thoughts or any alternative ideas to what Sarah talked about?
1: No, oh, absolutely. Um, with you oh, know, damn. with your with your personal <laughs> with your personal space. Come on, really? No, with your personal space, uh, is it gonna be just like a one bedroom home. Is it gonna be like a multi level place, like a castle, or just something really simple for yourself and for your books and stuff of that nature?
2: Honest to God truth, my dream house. If we're talking dream house, it's not a huge house. It's just like a few rooms. But like, it has like a greenhouse to it and a big yard where I've got bees that I can keep. And like, um, I have a library in there with um, all of my books because, you know, I board books like they're going out of style. Can anyone else hear that static? I, I heard it. Mhm. Yeah? Okay. Just wondering if it's me. Um, but uh but no i'd have a library i'd have a small room specifically for like an office slash game room slash like my own little like i guess metaphysical room where i have all my i almost want to say like a potions room where i have like you know areas where i can do all my witchy stuff and you know, have all my herbs and stones and stuff like that, and obviously stones all around the house. And while we're talking about, huh? Meth lab. Ah, yes. Um, And while we're talking like that, I might as well, like, add in my dream if I could make it happen. Have you ever seen those, like, rose quartz tubs and, like, counters made out of amethyst and shit? Who has believed I would have that in my house? I would love that crap oh my gosh make a bathtub out of rose quartz I would live in it it would be incredible you know so like I'd have it wouldn't be a huge house but I'd have my room I'd have a library I'd have my metaphysical room I'd have a game room and I'd have at least one or two guest rooms so that you know people that I care about can come and visit me from time to time and obviously one of them would be a kid's room if I ever managed to reproduce, um, which is very unlikely, but we'll see, you know? But like, that's basically it, you know? And I'd have a very big yard with a very big area for, you know, growing plant and um, an area for Armand to run around and play. And obviously I'd have more than just Armand at that point for dog. I want some big, doofy dogs that just are so silly and goofy and lovable and, like, fall all over themselves with how happy they are all the time. And big, big, doofy dogs and a herd of cats and (laughs) have, like, an enclosed area for them to walk outside and play so that they can't get fleas and stuff, but they can still enjoy the sun. And, uh, you know, just like a paradise for me and my babies. And you know, people around me, it would have solar, and probably also, um, because the only energy source that has zero footprint is wind energy, so I'd want a, um, windmill, um, which I could also use to grind up, um, like, grains and stuff like that if I choose to be completely homesteady. uh, but I'd also want solar, but even though solar does have somewhat of a footprint, it's still really low, Um, It's just in how they manufacture the the panels that there is a footprint. But I'm assuming in my perfect world that we can make it in a way that is um, more eco-friendly. But I'd want a windmill and I'd want solar and I'd want everything to be completely energy efficient and be as off the grid as possible because in this fantasy world of mine, like, I'm not taking away from the planet, I'm just here.
0: Okay. That's, well, see, as you keep adding on and on, which I appreciate, it's like, oh, yeah, I want this. All I can imagine is if I were flying in the sky over your piece of land, I'd be like, that place is super cluttered, but
2: it looks cool. <laughs> talking about acres and acres of land. I'm talking, like, at least 15 acres here. Like, can you think of, like, farm, farm life app where it's just a farm and everything is in, like, one plot? Yes, it's basically like that, but big. That's basically my idea is just like at least 15 acres, okay? And I've got my little farm area, I've got my little windmill, I've got my solar panels, I've got everything up and I've got my bees and I've got my area for my dogs and I've got my area for my cats and like horses and stuff if I need to and like cows and piggy. Well, there are a lot of maintenance so I need people there with me so, you know,
0: okay all right well i mean i don't i don't have really any comments because i mean you could you kept adding on to it so i don't really have any suggestions or anything like that um adrian do you have
1: anything else on that It definitely felt like a version of the sims i mean i kept on picturing her just moving like little blocks and adding <laughs> particular things and adding more stuff and any questions i had i would visualize she would add a little block more and i'm like oh okay well i guess that takes care of everything there
2: Now <laughs> I'm telling you, 15 acres and give me limitless supplies and technology. It will be perfect.
0: Oh, cool. So after hearing both of your ideas, I feel like I put a little too much thought into mine.
2: Oh my God. I I love my idea and I like Adrian's idea, but now I need to hear yours. I I really have to.
0: So how both of yours take place pretty much still on earth um, where Adrian's in the ocean um and then you're like you like you Thanos snaps pretty much almost everyone off the planet so you can have your own vibe which is cool i respect that and then for Ooh. me yeah they're all someplace else my place is not even kind of in existence if it makes sense um it's in its own pocket of existence its own dimension universe
1: plane Ooh, however
0: okay. you want to put it so as i go into this this is not for religion or spiritual or anything, a basis the the inspiration behind this is something that's kind of been in my imagination for quite some time. It goes between dreams I have to my daydreaming, like thinking about stuff. And if I were ever to write a book, it kind of be ta- it kind of would be based off of this idea. So the name of it is Purgatory.
2: Oh,
1: how appropriate! So,
0: yeah. So the idea, and I'm gonna just open up a reference photo just so you guys can kind of see how the the land is going to look it's just its own pocket of existence it's kind of never ending so pretty much you know there so it where the purgatory is it's just like how everyone else thinks it it's where people go in between they can't move on they can't go here they can't go there but with this purgatory it's kind of the same concept except for you know where everyone's religious and spiritual beliefs And their minds and their energies, they go to wherever they truly believe that they go because there's endless universes, dimensions that can help all these people. Well, where my plane of existence is, is for people that are lost. People that never had felt they had a place in anything, whether that be religion, uh, with family and social groups. They just kind of felt they were just kind of moving along that's it they don't really feel part of anything anything really connecting them to anything and this is where they go when they died like when they died in their world which it could be earth it could be mars it could be anywhere throughout space of time and that's where you go here and with purgatory it's you when you go there there's really not you don't really have your own memory you just you just go there and you exist you kind of for the most part have your same personality uh you just vibe you're really just there there's there's no good, there's no evil. Everyone's e- everyone there is pretty much equal in their own status. So there's no one that's high class, royal, poor, nothing like that. Everyone's there to just exist. Um, and, you know, until you break the mold. So as in, if your personality from your previous life starts taking over a little too strongly, so the, how you interact in purgatory, you can either find your own inner peace and then you move on to something that's beyond and better for you whether whatever concept that is for you that's how it's going to work you just end up leaving purgatory and then if you turn to more of your evil like greedy ways there's these creatures that exist in purgatory they're just kind of like these shadowy figures that they're just neutral they don't they're not there to hurt anyone they're not there to cause evil or harm Um, any user any person that lives among purgatory can use these as a ways of travel they can turn into any creature that you desire to be but they're only there to aid you and to protect you they're not able to function as weapons of war uh to harm others to do anything um if you for some reason are being attacked or something by someone before they go to the next place that figure can protect you as in, it takes you away it shields you things like that but it doesn't it cannot be used as a weapon so with and then so with these beings at the same time or someone starts giving into their evils or bad things this is where i take it from egyptian war where you start feeling a little more spicy on the inside these creatures that are very neutral are going to fucking eat you and that is where you go to a very bad place and yeah um you know so i kind of i've always liked that idea i mean it's very gruesome Well, listen, you're kind of going to a chill place. It's either, you know, and the thing is, time doesn't exist there. You could be there for one second, find peace, and then you're out. You could be there for all eternity. There's no time. There's no past, present, or future. It just simply exists. Um, There's no government system to it, clearly. People are, you're just there to exist. Um, Your basic desires appear as you need them. So there's like no sense of technology, riches, you know, high class things like you're hungry, food is there for you. Um, like just your basic needs. you need shelter, shelter appears for you think of like the room of requirement in Harry Potter kind of works like that. It just assists your basic needs and that's it. It's, so you're not above anyone, you're not below anyone. People can migrate in their own social groups that they want, but no one is above anyone else, if that makes sense. Um, and then I'm trying to think, because I know I had some other kind of, you know, thing in my head about it, but I can't really think of what else, but that's just kind of like my own little idea. Of the place.
1: So I'm thinking it's more or less like a upscale Star Trek holodeck kind of kind of thing.
0: I did not watch Star Trek, so I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Okay, basically, oh. and, I, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I'm not a Star Trek fan either, but the holodeck is you go into this room, and you can pretty much do whatever you want to in the room because it's all made up and you control the settings of the room. So it's like it's like a uh, it's a realistic hologram that you can touch, taste, feel everything of the sort.
0: So it's not in the way of where if you want to it change, it's going to change the world, the environment, everything is stay- like how that reference is, For the most part, it kind of looks like that. It just kind of stays neutral. Um, if you're hungry, you know, like if you're craving like bread or food, like basic foods, like nothing elegant like tacos and You know things like it's just your basic necessities for what your body is craving appears for you. You eat it Um, if a storm is coming, you know, the like your surrounding area, like if you're in trees or or like in a rocky uh, mountain area, a cave forms or trees, you know, huddled together to perform a shelter for you but that's it as in changing the world itself how you want it to be it doesn't work like that it's just when you need something it caters to that but it goes to just as much as you need and that's it so you're just kind of there it's it's kind of like a monk like feeling i don't want to say like monks because monks are all kind of a different type of way but you're really just there existing because that's the thing you are lost you're just there to exist and at some point you're body your mind how you, like whatever it is it just it's like do you know what i feel pretty chill i'm really much at peace i feel a sense of belonging that's calling me i understand it i may not explain it but i feel it and then bam you're going to someplace else and it's gonna be a lot better for you or as i said you get eaten by a child figure because you're a dick um but you can exist there for all eternity so there's nothing that's really ruling it there's nothing that's really dictating anything it's just there to exist and there for you
1: that's really interesting. Um, I equate that to, say for example, you're a multimillionaire and you have everything at your fingertips. So you are technically living in purgatory because you can feed yourself, you can take care of yourself, or you can use your gluttony because you have the finances to do so. Or you can go wherever you want. You know, there isn't really a limit you know, to, to the kind of, not necessarily power, um, but the unlimited resources.
0: Yeah. so and then think of it this way because you're not the only person that's in purgatory where in purgatory it's never ending and stuff you're still bound to run into other souls or beings that are there with you and this is where where you don't have memories from your previous life there's these glimpses because your personality kind of for the most part carries over in a neutral way but there's these instances like think of in a video game that you have the opportunity to choose good or evil there's going to be instances that just kind of come to you and basically it just kind of goes off of how do you choose to react do you choose to react in violence and because you like how someone's hair is better than yours just nothing specific but just think of it there's ways that something in you hums to life and you make a decision and based on these decisions it kind of guides you and now it can't be just one choice and then the decision's made it goes it, so you start on one path you start going down that and there's only so much until you have fallen down that rabbit hole and there's no turning back as in you go to the good place or you do enough harmful deeds or selfish deeds that you know the shadow figure that was you know it taking the shape of a horse that you know carried you across you know thousands of uh, mountain ranges decides to fucking eat you because it's like hey you turned into a dick i don't vibe with that you're my next meal now
1: i actually like that i
2: really like your idea of that people
0: yeah it's just it's just something that that sticks with me now that is interesting
1: how did you come up with that just just out of curiosity. I, I
0: told you this is something that's just been kind of like in dreams of mine it's just something i kind of imagine because like that's where i think if i feel very lost in my life growing up i never was a part of social cliques or friend groups uh i don't really belong in anything um even to this day i don't participate in any kind of religion, spiritual group, nothing. I don't identify with zero, anything. So I have a feeling that I, I have the sense of feeling lost all the time. And there's only very few things that kind of guide me in which direction. And I just kind of go in the direction of, do I want to be a dick? Or do I want to be a good person? And it's like every day that I met with these challenges, I kind, of, I, I kind of go the way that I feel like is better for me. I can be a dick or I can be good and so these sceneries and these things it's like uh an aesthetic that sits in my head there's like music to it that i if i were to find good soundtracks to describe it i would um and just just a lot of things like that it's where this is kind of like some place i would like to go to if i die like that's a pretty chill place now granted i would like to go and see be there with my dad and my husband but that kind of defeats pur- purpose but i feel like if because this is how i've been my entire life that whatever waits on the other side if there is anything or not i feel like <laughs> it would be me that i go someplace that's basically purgatory
1: now we find this interesting because we go from the underwater lovely land peaceful land of castle walker then we go to sarah's green acres that's an old reference to
2: this is the place to be <laughs>
1: to Ashley's purgatory. So, so you see the personality types about how we see our own little special place. So it's, it's, it's definitely interesting.
0: Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's just, it's what stuck with me all week. So to be fair, this entire week, ever since like, we came up with this idea, I've never had time to really sit down and think how I wanted to map this stuff out. I just had the idea in my head because it's always been there. But every single day where I feel like I'm going to have time, I'm not having time. Because between work, gym, cooking, like all just life itself. So it's pretty much the last hour before you and I start talking. And then I'm making notes on my phone. And I'm just like done in probably less than 10 minutes. Because it just all just went there. But yeah, it's kind of like I just... I liked the idea of fantasy elements to it where it kind of creates your own thing. So it's like, it's a touch of magic. But it's not really magic, it's just... It's just existence. That's it. And existence is subjective. It can be whatever you want
2: it to be, or it could be nothing. So it just... It's just there. That's a really cool concept. Yeah.
0: And just for anyone that's listening that steals this idea to turn into a book or movie, I will sue because... My idea first. And, so plus, sue.
1: and plus we have it recorded, too. So, you know, that's exactly. good, too.
0: Exactly. So... If I ever feel down, like I want to sit down and actually start writing, it's this kind of idea of a role that I would actually write about. I've always thought about it, but as in pinpointing it down into actual things and ideas in more detail, I just haven't got across that bridge yet.
1: Hmm. Actually, and as we put a capper on this one, because I really like it, and I really think it'd be a good story, but not to turn dark and macabre or anything, A question popped into my mind and i will ask both you young ladies your your uh, your thoughts on it not to get too deep or too existential what do you believe happens to you when you bless you when you when you pass on and i'll start with sarah
2: i believe in reincarnation for most people i think that you come back until you learn everything that you're meant to learn And then you move on to whatever is after, Um, whatever you want to call it. Um, I view it as becoming one with the universe, you know? I think that you have an in-between place that you rest until you're ready to come back. When you come back, you learn what you need to learn. And if it's enough, then you become one with the universe again.
1: Okay, now to piggyback off of,
2: energy.
1: oh, I mean interrupt. Go ahead. Please, uh, please finish your thought.
2: Oh, sorry. Because we're all energy. There's only so much energy in the universe. There's only so much. There's a finite amount of energy in the universe. It has to be recycled. When we die, our matter turns back into the, into the earth. When we stop moving, when we cease to function, that energy goes somewhere. So I think we come back until we learn the lesson we need to learn. And then we become one with the universe and our energy goes back into to be recycled.
1: So to piggyback off of that, when you believe that you are coming back, do you have that same knowledge or do you have deja vu when it comes to particular situations and scenarios?
2: Particular situations and scenarios. And I can give multiple, 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 multiple Instances of times when I've been like, oh my god, I've done this before or oh my god, I know this for some reason or like times when I swear I can think of like past lives where I think I've seen this before or think that I know this for some reason and that really just ties into a lot of what I talk about in my own podcast on here which ah, I need to, um, you know, record again Um, now that I'm feeling less sick but um, basically for me the idea is that like you can be cognizant of your past lives and understand that you've had them but you can't remember all of them because that's kind of the point is your soul has to kind of develop and like learn and a lot of times um, there are documented cases of children that know things that they couldn't possibly know young children for instance there's a little boy out there that um knows how to fly a plane he's uh he was a pilot in his past life and he knows how to fly a plane or at least he did because we tend to lose that knowledge that we had from our previous life um as we grow older as we age
1: okay so, what about you, Miss Ashley?
0: Oh, I thought my idea of purgatory kind of explained it enough. I have no fucking idea. Um, I, I like the idea that, you know, you go off to someplace peaceful, that, you know, you're cool, you're fine, everything's good. I like the idea that you're reincarnated. I like what Sarah says is basically you live and you keep living multiple lives until you get it right. And, but who decides who gets it right? You know, what, what, what depicts that? Is it when your inner soul or however it, it, you want to think of it decides itself? Is it some omnipotent being that decides it? So the whole reincarnation idea, it's like, I'm yay and a for it. I like the idea, um, is cool reliving until you get it right by I like the idea where it's like, you live seven times. I like, cause I like to think of the deadly deadly, deadly sins or different concepts. You live seven different lives. And you experience seven different ways. Like in one life, you're extremely wealthy. In one life, you're extremely rich. In one life, you're extremely old. In one life, you died as soon as you were born. And so you experience different ways that life is. Um, Either that's being a human being or an animal or insect, but you experience it in several ways. I like that idea. But for me, as a personal belief, I don't know. Uh, it's not a way that I'm atheist or anything. I'm just agnostic. I believe that there's something. I just don't know what it is and So that's where my like I like the idea of purgatory is just when you're lost It's just someplace you can go until you find where you want to go and But the only thing I think in my head and I think about it all the time I don't know what's waiting for me when I die. Maybe it's nothing Maybe it's something else But all I want to see is my dad Like I just want to be able to when I close my eyes when I die I wake them up being somewhere else, and it's my dad that's waiting for me. It's a dog Max that's waiting for me. Um, if Hasm goes before me, it's Hasm. But most importantly, above all, I want to see my dad. I don't care where it's at, when it's at, anywhere. That's just that's just my idea. So, but above, above all else, I have no idea. I don't really know what to believe and what to think. I like different concepts, but there's no real true belief other than I just want to see my dad.
1: Understandable. So we're going to try not to end on a on an interesting note like this. We want to think of something silly. So Wait without, a second. Oh, yes. Wait a
2: second. Adrian, you can say what you believe in.
1: I was hoping we can skip over me and get to can something you? silly. You
2: asked the question. No. Participation is 50% of the grade, sir.
0: And if you don't participate, I don't write the synopsis ah see
1: that is evil that is purely purely evil it
0: is okay
1: you don't have to answer the question we can move on i so hate you yes i'll answer the question i feel that no no no, not i feel i believe that when our time is up we wake up we wake up different person different body different mindset and we wake up and we start the day over again, just in a different just in a different situation.
0: Bro, can I wake up as Jason
2: Momoa? <laughs>
1: can I wake up as Jason Momoa's
2: hand? Oh my God, yeah. Can I wake up, up as an- his
1: Can I wake up as Christina Hendricks' bra? I digress. So that's what happens. I just <laughs> think you're gonna wake up and just you know be you know be some someone else. Because I believe, you know, you know, just like you guys touched on, life is like a rotating door. You know, one goes, one enters, and so on, and so on, and so on. Um, I don't want to say one comes and one goes, because that's giggity. But um, I want to see it's like a, it's like a rotating <laughs> door of, of, of people. You know, like one person dies, one person's born. So life is just keep evolving. It just keeps on going. So when it's my time, I'm going to come back as someone else you know with with a whole Here's, different with whole different mindset and memories
2: i have a question are you thinking it's like you die and then you wake up as a baby or you die and you wake up as a person like well adults
1: you pass and you wake up as a baby you it's it's, basi- okay. it's basically like a clean slate or it's like a reset of a video game or it's like turning off a television and turning it back on.
2: So the white light is the birth canal and boom.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Awesome, I, I dig that, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's really interesting. If you really think about it, not to get too deep, you know, as we're in an hour and a half of this conversation.
0: Oh, so are we really?
1: Yeah, it, it's a good thing, it's a, it's a very, very good <laughs> thing. Um, it's it's
0: going to be an hour and a half Yeah, I would think it's like
2: we're right here At the, at the hour mark No, no it's it's 9.15 So it's not an hour and a half yet Because we started talking at 8.15 and we started recording Later than that But it hasn't
1: been bad <laughs> Well, my, my point is You're right, it's like you, you see the white light It's going through the birth canal and you're starting all over again And that is where when you become a certain age as a child you see things you know you have the imaginary friends you you have this vast imagination of places and people and as you get older you get the deja vu um, just just like little things here and there and when your time is up no matter what you're doing it's your particular time You have to go on to something else that's just my like. humble theory on that that's why I really don't fear death. Um, I don't understand why a lot of people are afraid of it because the moment, you, the moment you're born, the moment you know you're gonna die. So there's so much that stigma around death in itself, the way it's you know um, commercialized in movies and television shows, you get shot, you die, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I believe as you get older, that's that phrase again, that you get more and more peace with your life and who you are. This is why most people, when they get older, they're a little bit happier. They smile a little bit more. They stare off in the space a little bit more. Or they just really care less about things more and more and more. Because they know it's time for them to pretty much recycle themselves and start all over again.
0: Mention that to some of the old people that are my fucking customers because I don't think they got the memo. though. This is
1: why I say most. Not all. This is why I say most.
0: No, 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 you need to translate that to the very few.
1: <laughs> no,
2: he is kind of right, though, because I have met older folks who are just like, eh, whatever, I'm going to die soon anyway. And I feel like I would be that old lady of, screw it, I'm going to die soon anyway, who cares? There's Same a comedian, Ron right Schock, um, he's dead now, but there was a comedian, and he had a whole spiel about, you're going to die anyway so do the thing, you know, do the thing, um, his thing, I think it was, fuck a stranger, smoke the pot, um, do the whatever, you're gonna die anyway, you know, and I, I loved his skit, um, it's a shame that he's passed on now, because you won't be able to see it again, but, like, I saw him in, uh, god, I don't remember where I was, I think I was in the Outer Banks, and it was, really good and um he's right you know like do the thing you gonna die anyway
0: i just simply say i'm Mm -hmm. not here for a long time i'm here for a good time
2: damn straight Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) she's such a perv so as (laughs) the root the root of all ashley comes to a close we would like to thank of course the host of the show ashley majestic the one and only the infamous the entertaining the all-knowing and the almighty
0: the fearful
1: of course and the, also, ter- the terrible <laughs> and uh, of course the uh, the host of the of uh, Cerebrus featuring Miss Bradley would like to thank Sarah Bradley for, for coming on as well for this edition of the Root of All Ashley
0: anytime I've had fun yeah at least you want to do something with me because anytime I ask you to hang out no, I'm sick Darlene, I've
2: been sick for a while. I'm sick. I can't do anything because I hate you, Ashley. I don't hate you, Ashley. I hate my immune system. That I definitely hate. Pretty sure I heard the words from you saying, I hate you, <laughs> Ashley. Leave me alone. Um, How about, I love you, Ashley. I would make out with you except for the fact that I'm thoroughly, like, sick. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, no. But... No, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. They they have a actual somewhat of a diagnosis for me now. So like I've got a direction to go and specialists to go see and Is figuring shit out. Uh no, actually, surprisingly. Oh, I am oh, not yeah, being oh. my own grippy socks this time. Oh, grippy socks. I know,
0: right? I love grippy socks. I love it. You know, it's been a while since I've had grippy socks. It's been, let's see, a little my 28 going to it. has been about a little, it's, mm, I'd say 13 years since I had my own pair of grippy socks.
2: Yeah, I miss, you know what I miss? Toe socks. I miss toe socks with grippies on the bottom. They were my favorite. I would always, like, wear them because I love the toe socks. And, and I would always wear them and run around and just, you know, I love toe socks. And I haven't seen them in a while. And my favorite are the ones with the grippies on the bottom. Poor Adrian. He's just like,
0: I'm just trying to wrap up this fucking episode, and these two bitches keep talking.
2: I mean, he knew what he was getting into when it was the Root of All Ashley, A, and B, when you asked me to be on the show.
0: I'm pretty sure I could hear his deep and heavy sigh all the way from over here when I said, Hey, do you know Sarah's joining?
2: Very deep, heavy sigh of, Oh God, this is never, ever going to end. It's going to be the never ending show. Because these two bitches.
1: I did not. Say,
0: yeah.
1: I did not say one word because it because <laughs> this is Ashley's show. This is Ashley's show. I have zero problem.
2: That is oh, true. It is Ashley's no, show. We just look at it. Yes, and I just oh god. So I've never seen the Never Ending Story. I never have. I watched like five minutes of it when I was a kid, and my mom promptly turned it off and said it was of the devil. And uh, so I <laughs> have I never seen it. it close
0: the podcast, close the podcast, I can't, can't do this, it's just, like, I am in this Twitter since you told me you didn't watch Star Wars, I am not okay with uh, this right now.
2: It is on my list of things to watch, but, um, so I do recognize that I am deficient in my, um, TV watching, but Stranger Things, and the song season three. And I love that part so much. Nope, you can't, you can't love that part until you watch the movie.
0: Adrian, close the podcast. You guys can find me on just <laughs> Weird Lady at Instagram. No more, nowhere else. Where can I find you, Adrian? <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course, you can find me under uh, walkerac76.podbean.com. Show some love for the experience, A clothing line under... Um, Good, let's see. I almost forgot cafepress.com forward slash WACE, and of course, in the description below, we have so many free platforms, including now Pod Vine, where you can find all of our shows, and of course, YouTube as well. Where can they find you, Miss Bradley? Other than you have not seen Neverending Story, I cannot believe that for the life of me. Even I've seen Neverending Story one and the horrible I have one part two. This. I've even seen but the horrible one part that two. I grew up
2: in the teeniest, tiniest town with the most religious, ridiculous people in Texas. Have you forgotten? Star Wars. Yeah, well, my mom had a thing for Harrison Ford. They had had space wizard magic and laser swords. My mom wanted to sleep with Harrison Ford. So I was allowed to watch Star Wars because she was too busy back there drooling. Yes. Just saying. No, Um,
0: Adrian has seen. Never read a story. You should have seen I mean, it in your
2: life. It was of the devil. I was not allowed, uh, and then I just never went back to watch it. So yeah, that's what happened. I but
0: you're um. Gonna have to watch it. <laughs> and you're gonna have to watch it, or I know, it's you know, within the next week. List. I'm gonna do a conspiracy uh, part two episode, and you won't be able to be on it. No. Guess somebody's gotta
2: watch the never <laughs> Ending Story. Okay, I'll watch it. I will watch it All because right. I, I have to be there for Conspiracy Part Two. I, know, I
0: might just get uh, Jeffrey on that one instead.
2: No, 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 both of us. Oh, you know I love conspiracy. Well, nope.
0: but you'll but... bump up that movie to the top of your list then.
2: Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> but y'all can find me on Twitter at Cerberus Magic. And uh, y'all can find me on TikTok, though. Goodness knows I don't really know how to use it properly still. But there's a couple uh, videos of my pharaoh up there. And uh, you can always email me at CerberusMagic at gmail.com. And uh, that's that. Ooh. Oh.
0: Oh. Um, as I said before, um, and just a lady, that's it, that's it, that's all. Any final thoughts? Any, you know, final goodbyes, any peace outs, hymns, anything like that before, you know, I end this off?
1: I will actually end it with a joke, seeing as how obviously you don't have any jokes ready.
0: Oh, no, 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 uh-huh. I, I need the two of you an opportunity before I end it.
2: Okay, I need to hear this joke, though, because you already brought up a joke, and I live for dad jokes especially, but, you know.
0: it would be nice if I could hear my dad
2: make a joke, but continue, Adrian. I mean, same, but, you know.
1: Same with mine. Ouch! That's a way to put a cap on a nice, fun-loving show. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
2: I've been missing my dad a lot lately. Same my like, dad there's just something about you know a girl and
1: her daddy well, I, mean, I, I mean my dad went out for cigarettes and never came home but i digress um no i my uh, joke wow thanks guys No, sold that one okay
2: oh
1: um what did the black guy say when a house fell on him what? i'm
0: not answering this
2: Ditto. I'm too white to answer this, this My joke. skin
0: color does not permit me to move forward. Stop. Do not pass. Do not cut <laughs> $100. Just because, I, that just because I have brown in me sometimes when I sleep with my husband does not permit me to go forward on this.
2: Just because I enjoy chocolate very much does not mean that as sexy chocolate men does not mean that I get to answer this question. Exactly. That does not. Uh, no. No, no. Yeah.
0: Nope, mm-hmm. I'm just not, am, not happening. Sorry. Override. Am I going to get to the punchline, or no, are you guys going to keep allowed. on going? No, can't. Sorry. <laughs> well, wait, this joke.
1: Okay, fine. <laughs> Ashley, finish us off with your joke. No,
2: no, no. Go ahead. Finish your joke. finish, oh, finish the joke. After it, I'm sure we have people in our audience that are actually allowed to answer this joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have already answered it already. I'm. <laughs> While we're over here going no.
1: I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> well hurry up we're waiting for you
1: anyhow what did the black guys say when the house fell on him, get off me home
0: oh my god,
1: <laughs> oh my god. You, your turn ashley
0: you could have easily turned that joke to say what did bill cosby say when the roof fell on him how did the what? tables oh my god Uh, that's not even my joke all I can think is like (laughs) Bill Cosby Um, Bill Cosby (laughs) the jello Um, so I am starting a flight company exclusively for bald people what do you think I'm going to call it bald eagles Adrian
1: I'm going with bald eagles
0: nope then my flight company for bald people is going to be called. Receding Airlines.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everyone. Good, good, yeah, good, good night.